Hi, I'm Tracy. And I'm Norma. And we're Black, Black Girls, Girls with Accents. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, hello. So today is October 22nd, and we are just under two weeks before the general election in the United States of America. And since Norma and I are both passport holders, and since everybody... And since everybody keeps, well, I don't know how I feel about that, but since everybody keeps talking about this is the most important election of our lifetime, um, we thought it might be fun, interesting maybe, fun might not be the words, to discuss what it means to vote in America. It will be my first vote. I only became an American passport holder uh, a year ago. A year ago? A year ago. Um, mm-hmm. so it will be my first time voting, uh, in America. And Norma, for you? I got my passport or neutralization or whatever they want to call it, <laughs> uh, during Obama, which I really love my welcome letters. Like, you know, it's fake signs. It's, yes. <laughs> it's a mass signing of a letter, but mine has Obama on it, which mm. I saved because I thought it was super cool. Um, so yeah, so in the second term, I'm trying to, not exactly sure how many years ago now, but I want to say like six. Okay. So you have voted, uh, in two general elect. well, I'm assuming in two general elections thus mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. No, two, maybe it's eight because I got to vote for him once and then this second time I got to vote. So yeah. Right, right, right. It has to be at least six years. Eight yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. No, no, six years. Because did you vote when Obama, President Obama, came into office or his second term? His second term. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, six years. Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you know okay. more than I. <laughs> I'm thinking. But I, I do hold um, both nationalities. So, okay. Um, what about you? No, same. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. refuse to give up my British passport. I mean, one of the reasons it's taken me so long, or it took me so long to become an American passport holder was, note my language, um, A, because I didn't know, or I shouldn't say that, A, because I know that the US does not recognize dual citizenship, or it didn't, it does now, mm-hmm. but it didn't for a long time, and I was not giving up my British passport. B, I didn't deem it necessary because I always thought, oh, who knows, maybe one of these days I might go home. I don't know. Um, Which is a a conversation that we'll be having at some point uh, in a couple of months. Um, I never wanted to give up my British citizenship. And I didn't, yeah, again, I didn't deem it necessary to give it up because I live here, my children were born here, but I don't define as an American. I work hard, pay yeah. my taxes. So, um, I mean, culturally, what I mean is culturally, I don't define as American. So, so yeah, I didn't see the need. Yeah, for... I had to. Sorry, no, I was just going to say, and then when President Obama was running, that was the time I was saying to myself, oh, you probably should go ahead and do it. And then for some reasons mm-hmm. that I may or may not disclose later, I <laughs> had some reservations. But for sure, when the current uh, administration came into place, I was like, okay. In part because of all of the um, changes to the immigration policies, I just thought, even with the green card, who knows if if you're safe. If I want to say something, you know, is that going to, you know, put me in danger of being deported because I'm critical or... Just, you know, if I'm flying and can I not get back in because they just decide, you know, like they did to the Windrush generation in in the UK. So, yeah, for all of those reasons, it was time to go ahead. And so my brother is the last one over here who does not have uh, an American passport. He and I did not have Mm -hmm. one for many, many years. He's still a green card holder. He still is. Um, Yeah, it's funny that you said that because um, especially in this, in the yeah not even climate or culture that we have now where you know it is true somebody can 
uh, randomly pull up one of our podcasts and pluck something out of there, put out a content. And next thing you know, we can't get back to our homes uh, because we are, you know, like you've special way and you are a green card holder. There is always a risk of your green card not being renewed. So and then it's definitely different from um, be, being a citizen. Um, I, it's funny that I have like a, a wave. When I was in the Netherlands, I feel like this passport was the most coveted passport on our minds, mm. especially because we used to travel here all the time yeah. and then me wanting to live here. I was like, oh, if only if I had an American passport. Right. <laughs> and then after moving here and um, like settling in and having a green card, um, I understand to say that it became a, a bit of a back and forth in my mind. I didn't necessarily want to, and for the same reasons as you stated before, I didn't want to um, give up my citizenship. Um, I guess being away from the Netherlands made me realize more that uh, there's this part of me that's definitely uh, Afro-Dutch, if I, if how I know it now, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to express it. Um, and then to also... Um, yeah, there was something about like letting it go completely that did not feel correct. And then when I had my youngest, um, it was brought to my attention that I was allowed to give him a Dutch passport. And that it's around that time that I started thinking it, it maybe they're like, oh, how you say that? Not rational, the thought, but I was like, what if something ever happens? And I do have to go to the consulate. Like, I want to be able to to be able to take both kids. And at the time, my husband, but he was always stubborn, so he does not have a Dutch passport. But I would always think, like, I want to be able that the whole family can go um, to a consulate. Or, like, I don't want it to be like, well, he's American, I'm Dutch, and the older one is Dutch, and whatnot. And so, yeah, and so those are my reasons for that. Like, all me and both kids have both passports. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that was always a problem traveling too, right? I could go through, mm-hmm. they had to wait, that whole stupidness, or they're waiting for me. So um, mm-hmm. I know it's unlikely that my kids would ever live in England. They don't have an affinity in that way. Um, mm-hmm. So um, I always thought that I would get them the passport, especially if they wanted to study. But... Mm-hmm. The older one I knew one study here and the younger one has no desire to leave the US for an extended period of time. I mean, um, I hope that both of them do study abroad, but, you know, it's a, generationally they're just a lot different than I was in terms of their sense of um, place and identity. They identify more actually with their Caribbean heritage than they do British on its surface um yeah given that the britishness is i think it's just kind of taken for granted like it's just there it's just kind of me my food my habits my you know things that you know things that i kind of uh pass onto them that they don't think twice you know like the kind of things you might eat Mm -hmm. you ate growing up they don't really think twice about it it's just kind of like what they do they don't like oh this is british it's just okay this is the food or this is the tv show or this is the but the caribbean part of ancestry can be more is more visible you know what i'm saying so whether it's the it's labor day parade or my mom you know accent language i think it's just much more pronounced it's much more it's so it's maybe in contrast it's much more noticeable i think for them because it's yeah it's it's, yeah sorry i was gonna say it's uh because my mom now is a they call that snowbird she lives in the caribbean in the Mm. winter and comes Mm -hmm. back in the summer so (laughs) it's more novelty i put it that way they've never been so of course it's more of a you know it's more of like a vicariously yeah Yeah. whereas they've been to England a thousand times they don't think twice about it like it's almost interchangeable with the US in a sense I mean it's very Americanized anyway so Carter has that in a way too he 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 did get to go to Suriname uh last all not last last um 
2019, August in 2019, and he lit up, and he's been to the Netherlands before, he's been to the Netherlands twice, and he does lo- love being there, but the way he experienced Suriname was surprising to me. For some reason, I thought he would not enjoy it the way he did, mm-hmm. and and I noticed that he bonds more with that part of me than the Dutch part. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he'll be excited and say, hey, my mom is Dutch, but besides that, he... he he prefers Suriname stuff. So it's Suriname food, Suriname. Like it's, it's just interesting. They just, they just said that about your children, uh, how they, the Caribbean side seem to pull them a bit more. Yeah, I think it's culture, and, right? Because you can see that culture is so distinct from American culture. Yes, Dutch and British yeah. culture are different from American culture uh, in a nuanced way. But on its surface, right, you go to either of those places and Starbucks or Starbucks and... You know what I mean? McDonald's yeah. is McDonald's and it's kind of the same. In the, that the western side, like, it's kind of, yeah, same difference in a way. Right. Yeah, accent is different and obviously there are specific cultural things that are different. But yeah, so, yeah, so no, they just have the one. Um, and then my, an interesting thing is in terms of passports, uh, my sister in England, in England uh, contacted me the other day. Uh, she wanted to, cross-check my birth certificate because so I don't know if this happens in Suriname um yeah. but in the in the um Caribbean there are okay people born I would say before 1960 I'll say or before independence let's just say that I think it's really like mm-hmm. after anyone born after maybe the late 50s or 50s have so many issues with their passports uh or excuse mm. me their birth certificates because their name the, the the dates or the names don't correspond with what's on the passport or birth certificate so let me be clear oh so in my yeah. mom's family on my on both sides of the family so my dad's name is spelled one way on his passport and one way on his birth certificate my mum's mm-hmm. the same or my mum's birthday is doesn't match up with the birthday on, on, on record. And this is the same for my mum and her sister and her sister's children. Um, some, same on my dad's side. So some of it is clearly a lack of um, attention to administrative duties back in the day, depending on where mm-hmm. they were born. Um I don't know who was keeping the records at the registrars to ensure that people's names and dates and things matched up correctly, but it's very shoddy work, it seems. But that has implications later on because right now my sister can't get a Jamaican passport because uh. our names, right? Our birth certificate, the name in our birth certificate doesn't match up with my dad's name. The last, the, oh, the, yeah. the first name is the misspelled, right. So, I don't know if it's the same for Suriname, if you like had your ish together, but <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, no, they that. didn't. I was waiting for you. <laughs> same no, thing? No, they didn't. They made a, a similar mistake on, on you know, like, you know, how we had to submit all our paperwork for to get your citizenship here. And so, while I was doing that, I, I pulled my records from Suriname, and they said my birthday was on the 11th. And so, we had to go through this whole, the 11th of December. And... Um, my birthday is on the 10th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we had to go through a bunch of hoops and, and, um, yeah, help from the Netherlands. And it turned out that it was done because the person basically filed the record at the day. So my dad went and filled in that information when I was born. And, but the person who did the administration work just did it like a day later. And I was like, oh yeah, I still have this kid. And right. Then, because because my mom was like, I know I'm not mistaken. Your birthday is on the day. Right. And but we were able to find documentation from the hospital to then sh- show that, and then it was corrected. So I do have a correct version, but I also indeed have a copy of the one that says eleven, right. the eleventh of December. So right. I don't um, know. I don't mess. know why I was so shoddy back then. Right. What a mess. Because my mom will say. Because my aunt shares a birth, well, she doesn't share a birth, but her birthday is like right before mine. And and then she'll say, but you remember it's not her real birthday because her birthday is really <laughs> I mean, it's like a mess. It's a mess. So, 
Yeah, so back to voting. So it is my first time and I'm yeah. excited. And I can remember all the times my husband was going, he would take the kids and I would feel like, oh, actually I always had to work on the day they voted anyway. But, um, but you know, I would have a little, little twinge and I'd wear a, sh- a shirt with whomever I was supporting, um, which was mm-hmm. Barack Obama for, for the last two years. Um, sorry, 2008 and then again in 2012. But um, that was it, right? I mean, I can have my opinions, but who cared? I couldn't vote, so mm-hmm. just, that's all they were, was just opinions. But this year, I voted in the primary, um, mm-hmm. which was actually, the, the vote, it's kind of difficult. It's not, yeah. um, I just assumed there would be only the names of the, and in the primary, only the names of those <laughs> running for president. So when I'm looking at the form, I'm like, who are all these people, right? Obviously, lots of local elections and things are on the ballot. So I wasn't seeing Biden's name. And also because his name, they went by his full name, Joseph Mm. whatever Biden. And it was kind of a little bit down on the ballot sheet. So I'm looking, looking like, what? Who are these? Wait, what? What? And I'm like, oh, this is like everyone. So. Yeah. I can see how someone who's elderly can't see properly, <laughs> doesn't maybe the English is not too good. I can see how people put down any old foolishness that they don't vote for the person they want because maybe they don't understand or like me, right? Someone who speaks English, well, uh, is educated, um, but yeah. obviously not educated in to the, the method of pulling out your vote. And they didn't actually do a good job. They didn't explain to me Maybe they thought that I had voted before. When they gave me the the paper, they just said, okay, pointed to the little booth thing, which was a little bit bootleg. Mm-hmm. I was very disappointed that that's all it looked like. But anyway, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was it. They, they should ask people, do you know how to vote? Do you know what you're doing? I mean, there are big signs, and so I'll take responsibility, but I can see how people might get a little bit, turned around they should have something online where you can at least look so you know what you're doing or yeah. some kind of tutorial before you get in there i don't know it's funny you said that because i pointed it out to one of my african-american friends the other day and she was like what are you talking about it's easy and i said no i'm telling you this is like i voted like like you said like the two times in like the, the bigger ones but I've, i also vote for like um district assembly and that type of stuff mm-hmm. and i said and often like it's a big ballot it has sometimes there's stuff on the back that i didn't the first time didn't even realize that there was um yep yep uh that you have to turn it around yep. and uh, there was also this um question um in one of those the smaller um Holding things and mm-hmm. th- this girl at my job had to explain to me like just enter uh, no because blah 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 and I was so confused that that was a, a that was part of like just holding for a name so I think I I agree I thought it was confusing and I thought that there should be like clips that you can watch on how to fill in fill out about it um, so I thought it was interesting that somebody that grew up here and like felt like no it's fine and I was like. It honestly isn't fine, and it honestly is very easy to make a mistake on to ruin your your form. Um, yeah, so you know, like you can you can you can check off in in one area and think that you have to check it off again in the next area, and then when you go to the machine that has to register it, 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 it I've seen people I've seen it been pushed back out because a person marked it wrong like too many times, basically. And I, I was like, that's interesting. It's not, so it's not clear to, what I've seen, it's not clear to a lot of people. So. Right, right. And and to your point, I didn't, I was there probably, I'm sure Dean was like, what's she doing? Because I, you know, first, like I said, I didn't understand. And then like you just said, didn't realize something's on the back. So I, before, because it's my first time, I really took my time and was too afraid to write something. So I was like, oh my gosh, if I write something's wrong, will they not let me do it again? So I really stood there for a long time trying to suss out, okay, where do I write it? Is it my... I remember the whole hanging chad thing back with um, 
with um, Al Gore and Bush. So I was mm-hmm. carry, yeah, Al Gore and Bush. So I want to make sure that I didn't do the wrong line. Remember they had someone there one year for um, Al Green? People thought it was Al yeah. Green, the singer. And so I want to make sure the names were, you know, I really was in my head before I put that pen to paper and um, yeah. and checked off. So something else I learned is that you can't wear any paraphernalia. You can't wear anything with the name of your candidate or the other one, I suppose. Yeah. Which no one told me. Someone just told me because I happened to mention I I ordered um a Kamala Harris I mean a Biden Kamala Harris T shirt and yeah. I was like I'm so excited I want to get my T shirt hope it comes in time because I want to wear it when I go to vote and they were like you can't wear that when you go to vote I was like oh my gosh now what again for first time <laughs> for first time voters who don't know. So you've been waiting in a line for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> is someone in line going to say, mm-hmm. no, you can't wear that? Is someone going to be out there walking walking up and down? One of the um, workers going to tell people that? So you can put it inside out, run to your car, you know, whatever. So something else I learned that is not, you know, I don't know. I think that they should run advertisements or something. Or say, I mean, I suppose they're, they're telling you this is how this is how you can register to vote. But they don't tell you, and this is how you vote. And this is how you vote, yeah. I, this actually brings to, you bring that to perfectly to a point that I want to discuss, is that the way voting is approached from here in the U.S., for me, is just ridiculous, to be honest. Like, from what I've learned in the Netherlands and how serious it is to vote and how it's addressed, I really thought that that's how how people saw voting in the U.S. Um, but from observing observing it from since 2002, I think it's a lot of theatrics. I think a lot of people are not even aware, even when they do vote for candidates, and they're not aware what they're voting voting for. Right. Um, they're just voting almost like it's almost like a popularity contest, not realizing that. Um, this this person is actually gonna implement like a plan that they've submitted. So I'm, why I'm saying this is because um, so I was able to then vote and I, I was excited about it. So I pulled the plans. I pulled um, at that time it was just to see who I would like as the as the Demo- as the Democratic candidate, but I also checked out. Um, the Republican um, plan because I really wanted to see what they were going to do with the health plan, healthcare plan, and so I pulled um, Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and John McCain's plan. And as I like, and I, it, I mean, it's it's like a dissertation, right? You have to read it all mm-hmm. and you go through it, and and then I was excited, and I said, you know, for me, it's either Barack Obama or John McCain, and people were just so upset for me saying that John McCain was a good candidate and they were like, you better vote Obama, blah, blah, blah. And I realized that I was like, but did you read it? Because the healthcare plan (laughs) that John McCain suggested was really good. And I was like, either way will be good, but there were were really some strong points in John McCain's plan. And then I realized that I was telling, most of the time I was talking to people that had no idea what was going to be implemented once these people were in office. Now, thank God that a lot of what was good about that plan ended up being in the Obamacare plan. I think they ended up working together and like pulled like the best part. But I just thought that how are you so driven by your party and so, so loud about like, I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, but not really know what that, that group is going to implement on your behalf. Um, another good point I feel with that is people that are for, for Trump, a lot of low income people, a lot of like areas and states that don't do well at all are extremely loud about Trump. Meanwhile, his, his tax cuts work in favor of everybody that makes at least like a six figure income has seen some major uh tax um how you say that things in their in their favor you know like so 
yes, um, a lot of people are like, Trump has to go. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he doesn't have to go. Or like, or like, yes, I'm voting for Trump. But often those people that are saying it are, are not even benefiting from what he has put into place. So that's when I was like, ah, I don't like this approach. I like it more the way I learned. Like in the Netherlands, we have these different parties. We only, we, we have more parties that people uh, look to. There's not just two dominant parties. So I like that they were like, okay, this is how you do elections. And then you look up what every party has to say that they are going to work on. You read the plans and then based on the plan, you vote. You don't vote because you've always been a Democrat. You don't vote because this person plays the saxophone or you don't vote <laughs> because you've seen his name on a building and you know him from a reality um, TV show. You do, you do your research. And that's one thing I don't like about American voting. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it depends on, so, well, you sound like, uh, so there are people who vote party, down party line, there are people who vote because there's a particular issue, and there are people who vote because it's a culmination, so I'm more the culmination, I'm going to look at the, I'm going to look at everything, and so even if there's one thing that I don't like if the majority of the other things are on par with my particular politics and ideology that I'm voting that way. Because even though there is the, 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 the perception is that all black people are Democrats and mm-hmm. the reality is many black people are actually more conservative in their values than they are, they are liberal mm-hmm. in reality. Mm-hmm. But in this particular election, though, um, I'm not. I'm voting based on record. I'm voting based on character or lack thereof. I'm voting mm-hmm. based on um, uh, who who I. I'm voting based on um, eligibility or that's not right credentials. Credentials, because yeah. mm-hmm. in just in my opinion. I prefer my pol- my politicians to be trained politicians, people who yeah. go into the job having spent a number of years creating policies and you know dealing with foreign relations and um, and budgets and healthcare and all of the major issues. Or at least if they haven't dealt with those specific issues, they've still you know passed bills or fought for bills. Um, They've been actively engaged in the political process. Uh, that's mm-hmm. my personal preference. That's, that's not to say that you can't be in another line of business and become president, but it doesn't bode well from what I've seen over the last couple of years. No. Yeah. I, um, even the debate, like, for example, this is the first time that, I mean, I know that it's done during a pandemic, but this is the first time that um, the debate, the second debate was basically two separate uh, forums where the, where the candidates were separately answering questions, uh, Biden by himself and then the president by himself. And that has never happened before in history. And and I don't think it can be credited to the pandemic because they were able to have a session before that and figure it out. I credited that nobody is taking initiative to like stop the madness. I feel like if you let, they're letting, just everything is just a free fall at the moment in our politics. And I don't like that, that that's allowed. I don't like that there's no, um, there's no standard. Like, yeah, but, sorry, go ahead. No, there's no standard. There's no standard yeah, there's because no, standard. no yeah. one is held accountable. So it's like the train left the station and it's just crazy town. The media helps to create crazy town. Um, the bo- bombastic behavior, the... Um, it's just, it's, we're living in this, uh, like, surreal, I think uh, Obama said that yesterday, right? It's surreal, living in this, like, mm-hmm. alternate reality where people say whatever they want. And um, 
I'm not going to say, to be an adult, you have to recognise that left, right, middle, media, both <laughs> have their own agendas to push, right? Definitely. So they both will jump onto, they'll both jump onto whatever might be leaked and then run that story without sometimes even vetting it properly because they want to sell newspapers. Um, so that's problematic. Um, but there mm-hmm. is a level of behavior, which is puzzling to me. I thought to be a patriot of this nation meant that you were really protective of the constitution. That was my understanding. The people that said they were patriots were all about, you know, traditionalists, but the constitution says this and and the kinds of things I've seen going on are really surprising mm-hmm. to me because I'm like, well, isn't that like a a breach? Isn't doesn't that contradict or doesn't <laughs> that um, undermine what the Constitution says? And mm-hmm. the justifications are either just overlooked or flimsy. It, it's very confusing to me, and unfortunately. I don't know that many people on the other side that I can sit down with and have a conversation, like rational people, not people yeah, who just rabbit here and get yeah. defensive. I really would like to have, I think the problem is, it's difficult to have, um, you're seeing right now, it's difficult to have a rational conversation between a proclaimed Republican or a proclaimed Democrat because both sides are shouting, so there's no, no one's listening. And I would like to see, I would like to see someone be able to defend in a rational way. I spoke to, uh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, I spoke to two, um, gentlemen, they're, they're, they're white, um, they're restaurant owners. And they did express to me that it's annoying to say that you're voting Republican. Because then, because people see that as like you're voting for Trump and all his antics. Um, but they were saying, in, as a as a person in business, it was more favorable for them when it came to taxes and and yes, you know, like sense. just their livelihood. And they were like, so as far as speaking myself, I feel like I have no choice and I'm going to vote Republican. And but they expressed like it was it's very hard to say because. I do not want to be associated with what we've seen and like and what he um, um, stands for and what he, especially when it comes to the the racial um, tension that he causes in the nation. So I, I but I thought it was very honest because I was like, I understand that. Like, well, that this- used to be that used to be the kind of talking point. It's, you know, yeah. the support is driven by finances. And even then, that's kind of problematic, though, because that sounds mm-hmm. like what 50 Cent said the other day. And so, but anyway, everybody has to protect their own. You have to do what's right for you and your family, no matter who's in office. And if it means that the person, regardless of what side of the aisle, is going to ensure that you can eat and protect your family and support your business, then, mm-hmm. then so be it. Um, and that, that those are the those are the issue voters or someone who's religious, and they want to yeah. continue to push for specific um, policies that are aligned with their religious views. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I. I. I my views are a little uh, a lot different in terms of making my mind up in this first election and mm-hmm. i think i already just gave the reasons why i will be voting for biden um because in, i i don't see how the person who's the current president by by that whole tax uh by by creating that new tax plan did nothing for us and we're in a pretty decent tax bracket and I didn't mm-hmm. benefit we actually hurt us more uh yeah. that whole rhetoric and race baiting is just despicable for me same um, I was um it's just problem same. problematic it's definitely 
definitely problematic. The pandemic and, is shameful ooh. and irresponsible <laughs> and has hurt the economy. But beyond the economy, lives, people, the amount of people who have lost their lives and, and it could have been managed better and people could still be alive if there was a coordinated effort and real leadership um, and the list is on, the list goes on and on. The the, the, the trade mm-hmm. wars that, that end up hurting farmers and small, you know, small businesses. And the list is endless. Our standing in the world, a laughing stock, support. I mean, I... I... Yeah, I mean, I've, I, the past could that we spoke so strongly about, <laughs> that I felt so strongly about before I moved here, it's totally devalued right now. We can't enter all countries. Mm-mm. Who would have ever thought that from an American passport that mm-hmm. we're not allowed to fly everywhere anymore? And that mm-hmm. was a big, um, like I even checked and made sure that all our Dutch passports yeah. were not, like, you know, like yeah. not to expire because I was like, I need to be able to, right. um, Move, right. yeah, to leave if I, if I do want to leave. Um, right. and that might sound a little one foot in, one foot out, but it's just, it's just hard to, 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 to be considered a, a part of this. And I know that that's for a lot of people. A lot of people have um, moved out of our city, which is New York City. Then I've just gotten into this deep conversation via text and started looking at clips on YouTube from Black people that are actually considering moving out of the country completely. I mean, that's just a lot. If that, and that's all because of politics. It's all because of of for this man being voted into office and um yeah i I just don't yeah quality of life though right i mean do you want to live in a nation where if you have a black male son as you do but do you want to live in a nation Mm -hmm. where you don't know if their lives will be protected because the person at the top hasn't really demonstrated that he values black lives do you want to Mm -hmm. be in such a toxic environment that I don't even put a sign in our window because I don't know. I don't know how that will be received. I don't know, you know, will someone smash our window. I mean, there's somebody has a big Trump flag, like it's the size of like it's ridiculous. Like it's like it should be in like a stadium or something around the corner. But people were on this side don't really display their pub their politics publicly over on this side mm-hmm. which is a shame really i mean um, yeah well it's interesting because you know i'm coming your way and the the people that i'm um renting from they have a huge black lives matter flag like it wasn't like it, it actually shocked me how big it was on that block and for the same reasons that you're expressing because i was like i didn't feel like i had seen that uh so you know that neighborhood yeah. being focal about anything yeah yeah, it's um, um, which is a shame. I should, I should like loud and proud. Uh, feel like I yeah, can put something in the window if I choose, but I'm not. So it's going to be interesting. I am excited. You know, if my candidate doesn't win, well, you know, life moves on, and you hope, you know, four years mm-hmm. from now things might turn out better. We also not this way because I do believe that. Even though Bush is Republican, it's a different type of, absolutely a different type of person. Like he, his values might have not aligned completely with mine, but I didn't feel like it was a thinking hole like this is. Um, but to let me make a, one last comment about the sign. So one of my friends um, the other day was like, I have Biden hair signs. And um, we were just meeting briefly on the stoop and she was like, I'll bring you one. And I said, no, that's okay. And she was like, you don't want one? And I was like, no. I was like, this is actually a really difficult election for me. Uh, I've read a lot on both all the candidates and I didn't necessarily was going to pick for this team. I was a very Bernie Sanders person and I really did felt like finally the day they're going to, I was like, finally, they get it now. We're going to get Bernie. We didn't get him four years ago. Um, and then we didn't get him. And I mean, I understand that Hillary Clinton didn't run again, but I hope that people see what a massive mistake that was to to not have her in office. Um, yeah, I just so I'm I'm, well, I'm, I'm kind of folding in a 
they they, did, they didn't vote and and the bernie people i'm sorry but many of the bernie people wouldn't yeah. they were bitter and wouldn't and wouldn't vote and wouldn't vote yeah and i was so and i'm so upset because this it just shows and then to have so now we do have this democratic nominee and and i, I i'm kind of just holding like okay anybody but Trump, and so I'm. This is not my favorite way when both people that I was really looking forward to um, never made it to where I wanted them to make. Who would you? Who would you have liked to have seen run with Biden, like as a VP? Oh no, no, no! I I mean, I'm happy for Kamala as the first. No, no, no! I'm saying no, no, no! But I'm saying if it had been if it had been not Biden, if it had been Bernie, who would you want who? Who would you have liked to have been his VP? So my choices are going to seem like so um, different, but I really liked um, well, Marianne Williamson, which she had no chance of ever coming close. But I think it's very interesting that people are able to implement her um, her techniques and what she's teaching on um on a spiritual level, but when it came to politics and how to better the country, they made, they wanted to make it seem like she was like, like kind of like a, like a airhead. And I was like, no, she actually had like a really strong approach on how to go about it. And, um, so do you it think wasn't the, really, um, sorry, sorry, so do you think that she, I don't know, on one sense, it's good to be who you are so people know who you are so you're not like presenting uh, kind of like a facade just so you get in the so just so that mm-hmm. right you don't really show that part of yourself and then once you get in the office you're like well this is this is kind of part of me or do you think she should have maybe changed the strategy a little bit and kind of really pushed her agenda so that yeah people didn't focus more on the kind of hippy dippy part of it all yeah i i that's a good question because you know she's, she's she is about being authentic so i understand that she was like this is who i am and this is what i talk about i did wish they had found somewhat of a of a more of a clearer way to show what it is that she would do when she was in office because she does like still talk about the things that we need and still need to be implemented. So I also hope that when um, when Biden and Harris are in office, that they still approach her to discuss some of the things that she wants to implement. I because doubt they're, it. they're sorry, said it again. I doubt it. Yeah, I think their way but they're is really so good different plans. than her. Oh well, maybe then I was going to say I thought that that yeah. the. What I would like to see is... And the well, guy with the difficult name. Sorry, the, those, the, I, I can't say his name. I feel so bad. He's a, he's a white guy. He makes a lot of sense. But it's like deep blog. <laughs> I, I can never say his name. But go ahead. Uh, I, don't know. I liked Andrew Yang a lot. I liked him. Ah, okay. I thought he yeah. was pretty strong. I, um... I thought Warren would have done a good job. I just people she just didn't resonate. I don't know what the issue was yeah, she didn't. with people, but she yeah. was she I don't know. I think it is a gender thing. There's no reason why it shouldn't be Warren Harris or Warish Yang or That's true. I, I, yeah. They just or Harris. Or Harris Warren or Harris Yang. Uh for all yeah. of my AK sisters out there might get mad. Um but Warren... Buddha Geek is his name. Oh, Pete. Oh, no, not ready. <laughs> yeah. He's not ready yet. Buddha Jack. He's not ready He's yet, not but ready I yet. like his, his approach and his way of thinking. So, can, but yeah. He has time. He has time. Um, well, if the person who's in there is doing it, I mean, he can mm, do it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole um, thing with Hillary... Oh, media. The media sucks. And I was, you were a communications person and so was I, but media is terrible because because of politics, right? You can't even trust, you can't trust the media anymore. And they, 
they help one candidate or another in one mm-hmm. way or another by how they push particular stories and rather than doing the work I think lately they've been trying to do a little bit more work to kind of either debunk something that might be set by one campaign or another you know fact checks and things like that but I think the media played a role in Hillary's um failure to get elected um definitely to me definitely yeah. uh because that whole thing with the email so stupid so no, dumb. I mean, it, it doesn't even, it, there's, there's several things that I'm like, do not speak to me about emails. If you make an insane fuss about Michelle Obama's arm being, uh, arms being exposed oh, God, in a, like a thing. concert, but you do not make a fuss about the fact that I can pull up naked pictures right. from oh. the first lady at the moment. You, you, you do not fuss about a man saying that you can grab right. people by their right. private parts, right. but you want to fuss about email. So that, right. when it comes to those things, then I feel like, and it's going to sound harsh, I feel like that's maybe the, that's why people getting a dose of their own nonsense that they scoop to mind, uh, people of color all the time. It would be this random um, um, case of... Um, exclusion of like well but not this time and i'm like what do you mean not this time and i felt like it was clearly shown in this election like well we're just going to choose to like ignore that and like but why and then then i'm like then don't come with at me with your beliefs don't come with me at what supposedly is respectful and blah blah if all of that is allowed so right. then oh. you're just being uh yeah, the hypocrisy. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, I hypocrisy. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. wade down that path because I'll be going on and on. But um, it was, it <laughs> was great to see Barack Obama yesterday on the campaign trail. Thoroughly enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, his um, election speak on behalf of the Biden Harris campaign. I will say that. Um, I've donated, or wish mm-hmm. it would leave me alone. In five minutes, keep getting an email now, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, I gave, and maybe I give a little bit more, maybe next week, but that's enough. Leave me alone. <laughs> that's, um, that's it. And yeah, it's very exciting. So I can't, I can't wait. And um, I was actually going to look up the stats. I know that um, in the UK, uh, around around the late nineties, around like I think like before the two thousands. I think it, let me check that, that's the statistic of the number of people who vote. So in UK mm-hmm. elections, voter turnout is close to 70%. Mm. I know that's not the case for the USA. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see what it says. It's, it's always, it's, it's funny to me. Um, well, while you look that up, I'll tell everybody if and whoever is able to vote in the U.S. Um, just so you know, there's early voting, and so please look for those email dates. And um, and in our in my neighborhood, I know it starts on the 24th. Find those locations, and you know, avoid standing in line on the right, third. Right. And vote. So here it yeah. says this is the Pew Research, so that's credible. It says. Nearly 56%, which is really high, that's high voter turnout, um, cast ballots for the 2016 presidential election. Um, it was higher, mm-hmm. though, when Obama voted, uh, when Obama was running. So mm-hmm. uh, it says that, let me see, this is an old stat, but at least it hovers around half, about 50% turnout. According to the Pew, according to the Pew, now black voter turnout. When they say black, I don't Mm. even know what that means. Like, do they count someone like me in that? I don't know what it means. But black voter turnout fell in twenty sixteen, even as record number of Americans cast their votes. I think it's going to be very high Mm. this year. Going to be very very high. But, you know, it's yeah. really disturbing to think about, you know, what they're talking about, right? Purging people off rolls and throwing stuff in the garbage. It's all very disturbing, but... Um, yeah, there was... 
I've seen so many um, weird articles already. Uh, and then also what this president is saying, right? Every time he gets a chance, he'll say something about mm-hmm. uh, the votes are being stolen and votes mm-hmm. are, and I'm like, he's, he's putting these things in people's heads in case he loses. Yeah. And people think that it has to do with him, like, not wanting to lose. And sometimes I'm like, do they get the overall picture? Like, this man is like, has, he has so many cases that need to be handled mm-hmm. against him mm-hmm. if he wasn't president. So, and one the other day he was like, maybe I'll move out of the country. I don't know. And I was like, you do know because you <laughs> might well get arrested when you oh, are yeah. not president anymore. And so I, I love how he's tinted as if it's like for the greater good of the country when it's always from a selfish angle. This man endangered himself, his children, in found like putting up organizations and doing illegal things it's just it's it's amazing to me like we're we're really watching a, a criminal and that's why I'm just confused about how who steps in when it goes this far and this is also the first time that I feel that we might be in for a coup I don't know if people realize that but I I sometimes I not sometimes often I'm like what if he doesn't go no the military let him do anything well, so military, what happens though, then the military I I do mm. believe in this nation's military. I think it's one thing to um, it's one thing to because he can't. He, he yes, he's, he's he is commander in chief, which means he is he is the the what's the correct title of the mil, the military? He oversees the military, but like overall head of yeah, like but mm. I truly don't believe that every branch of the military would support what's happened. Here. I don't believe mm-hmm. that. I really don't. I think that if he loses, I actually think he's tired. I think he I think he likes the power. But I actually mm-hmm. think that the president is tired. Exhausted. Yeah. And might I'm even doing be re- might even be relieved. <laughs> like, okay, thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have to Ooh, do this anymore. This over. <laughs> But if yeah, I think no. If there was a coup, like if he if he, if he attempted to, you know, uh, like not to, move right. <laughs> I think he's some of the crazy people that follow him would, you know, mm, and may well, too. may well bear arms and do all the rest of it. But I do believe our military. This is it's this is not a developing nation. I mean, it feels like it sometimes where mm. elections... <laughs> Somebody said a good quote, and I thought it was hilarious. It really stayed with me. It said that America was a, was a third world country in a Gucci dress. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. Yeah, we're not quite there. The, yeah. yeah there, are, there are too many people in power that that just won't allow that to happen, so... Yeah, I'm not yeah. That. I, I and I should clarify my statement. I'm saying it because I've had it a couple of times where I'm like, they wouldn't let that happen, and then it, they let it happen, and so I'm, I'm, I'm like halfway joking, but saying it like I'm not, I'm just not that confident anymore because so many things have happened where I'm like, this was definitely a reason to step in. But I, I agree with you on that. I feel like we're too um, well. Well, the Russian interference put the democracy at stake. Mm -hmm. And so now, is it the case that it was the, is it the case that the report concluded there was no Russian interference? No. What they didn't, what they, what they chose not to, um, they chose not to, uh, there was no incriminating evidence to suggest that the current president played a role in Russian interference but they did acknowledge Russian interference so I say that to say Mm -hmm. the powers that be are upholding their duties to protect the nation Mm -hmm. the The nation and democracy and democracy and so they might let him partake in his shenanigans, but mm-hmm. when it comes to democracy, and and of course they they both sides cheat and 
do whatever sometimes to win both sides, but mm -hmm. not, not overturning, not in the sense of overturning, you know, the Bush, the Bush Gore situation, um, was, went through the court, right? I think mm -hmm. what you're saying is, okay, it goes to the court and the court says no. And he's still like, well, I'm just not leaving. I think if it came to that, no, I believe the military would, would step in. Will he try to use the I court do. for sure? I pray for that. Yeah. <laughs> Will he try to use the court for sure? For um, sure, yeah. So, yeah, I will say that. So, well, let's kind of pivot so we can wrap up because I certainly don't want to wrap up yeah. with them there. Um, say, well, let's just see. Two weeks from now, um, we will see what happens. Regardless of what happens, there will be no mass exodus in this household. We'll be right here and we'll have to suffer mm -hmm. for four more years. Or we will not. Um, and we'll just have to see. That's it. I just have to be rational about it. I was very emotional about it last time. This time I just have to be yeah. rational about it. And there'll just be four more years of craziness. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this. I feel very similar. I I, I don't have that. Um, I feel that uh, four years ago I had that looming like, oh my god, uh, can she please win? Can she please win? This time, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, I'm very serious about voting and I will vote. I have a little bit more of a, it's whatever at this point, but it's not whatever. Like this is, it's an important one, but I feel like. I'm too exhausted to think of how to make it through right. four more years with him. Right. Yeah. Right. So in that and then in that way, I mean the sentence like, listen, I don't I can't even think about that. So I'm just gonna not gonna like wish too much that please like I'm I just needed to fall in place. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then I will say I do hope on the local level, and I certainly uh given that my responsibilities uh at my job my you know i have a serious responsibility now that that is coming mm -hmm. to an end i certainly want to be more engaged at the local level and i hope no matter mm -hmm. like especially if biden wins then it is incumbent upon the black community well the communities of color uh, the poor people um you know, if you're people that are dealing with um, disabilities, regardless of color, or it's all all those who are marginalized in some way, or discriminated against, or just kind of like the the unspoken for. I hope, especially if it's mm -hmm. Biden and Harris, though, because I think he might get a little further. I hope mm -hmm. that there is accountability. I hope that people find ways yeah. to. Um, lobby and pressure and demand that they like this whole the way homeless people are treated in the nation is so disgusting mm. um um you know lgbtq rights have to be protected um you know obviously the rights of of, of under, uh, unrepresented minorities in this nation policing all of it i hope the various yeah. groups are able to get laws passed and policies in place um so that their lives can be better it's not enough to just vote you have to find a way yeah. now to to apply pressure to ensure that um you know all people get you know protected they have protection yeah. in place from our local from starting with our local communities yes. and like spreading out yeah totally yes. i agree yes yes so Tracy Walters for president? No, not quite, but um, <laughs> not eligible. Not eligible. <laughs> ineligible. And I'm a woman, and we know how that feels. So anyway, all right, Normie Norm. So, yeah, yeah, me too. You're right. We're not. We're not eligible. We're no, not born on American. No. Oh, wah, yeah. wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so people. I mean, you might. You know, maybe you disagree. Maybe your political views are different than ours. We're just expressing how we feel based on our experiences um that is the mm. wonderful thing about being an american passport holder freedom of speech you're free to feel how you wish yeah. <laughs> um and self-expressing and if it's not for you it's, you know we, we don't we don't mean to offend but we're just being honest 
um, expressing how we and feel. open to conversation. Yeah, yeah, we welcome. We welcome a rational conversation, a respectful conversation with whomever would like to engage. I'm sure there might be somebody out there. So definitely, you can always find us on Instagram at Black Girls with Accents. You can listen to the podcast on almost every platform, but the bigger ones is being app, uh, Apple Anchor, Spotify. Uh, iHeartRadio. Um, and so, yeah, like, share, um, interact with us. We love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. And be well. And the next time we speak to you, we may or may not know who the next president of the United States is. Okay. Be well. Yeah. Be well. Bye. Bye.